When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is The Fray Podcast, brought to you by TheFray.com, a place for women who want more from life. Welcome to today's podcast. For those of you who have little ones on school holidays currently, I hope that holidays are going well for you. I don't know if you can relate to this. I'm sure you can, but I feel like my two are hardly at school lately um, from, of course, lots of time off due to the global pandemic and then time off due to flooding just and then time off due to having colds. I feel as though my kids are rarely at school and yet here we are again on school holidays. So I hope that you are enjoying the holidays if you have little ones. And if not, I hope you're having a really great week. It's wild to think that we are already in July. This year has absolutely flown. So for school holidays for the boys, we have a couple of things planned. We are going to take them with us up to Brisbane when Brendan has his fight, which will be on the 9th of July. So I think this episode will be out before then. So we've got that. They're coming up and they'll just stay at the hotel. And my dad is going to come and be with the boys. Of course, they cannot come to a fight as much as they would absolutely love to. It will be my first ever um, fight that I've attended in real life. So wish me well. (laughs) So indulgent. Wish Brendan well. All I've got to do is turn up. But anyway, so we're taking the boys up to Brisbane and then we're also taking them back to Brisbane. We've been invited to come and take part of an experience celebrating the launch of the new Buzz movie. So that should be fun. And what else? That's kind of it for these school holidays. A couple of stays in Brisbane and then a few day trips here and there, I think. And yeah, that's, that's kind of it. I think the next two weeks will probably go quite quickly. So for today's podcast episode, I'm just going to answer questions that have come to me via direct message or topics that have been suggested in the Frey Facebook group. I'm super behind on podcast episodes, as I said in last week's episode, but that's just the nature of the beast when you work for yourself and you can probably hear I'm still congested and I'm not 100% while I'm recording this episode. So I apologize if my nasal voice is not very soothing, but here we are. So a couple of direct messages that I've had come through lately are in regards to the overturning of Roe vs. Wade and the Supreme Court decision over in the States in regards to abortion. I'm not super informed on this topic and I wouldn't feel confident enough to hold a solo podcast episode where I explain and explore the ins and outs I think it's devastating. I think it's terrifying. Um, It's actually been on my mind a lot. I think it's weighing heavy on a lot of people's minds because it's just 
devastating. I've been listening to podcasts on the topics as well. There are a few of my uh, favorite podcasts that I listen to that have explored this on their podcast, and I think they've done a great job. I would encourage you to have a listen to the Girls Gotta Eat podcast episode where they speak about this, and it's really just the hosts of that podcast, Raina and Ashley, really talking about their own thoughts and feelings on the topic as women who do live in America. Um, But yeah, it's devastating it's really scary and I just I feel I really feel for the women for everyone um, in America everyone's going to be affected by this and I think that's that's what a lot of people aren't understanding is it's not just about women not being able to get abortion women are going to die women are going to die because they cannot get the abortions that they need um it's just a wild thing to think in 2022 that it's even possible for them to make these decisions. So whilst I won't record a whole podcast episode on it, simply because I think there are people who are better informed in the political landscape and space who will have better formed thoughts um, and you can learn more, more from them. Okay, other direct messages that I've had come through. A lot of people asking questions about... Um, Brendan and his relationship with my ex or the the father of the kids. Um, it's one of those ones that I won't really speak to on on a podcast because I just I, I I find it a hard one to address. But a direct message that I have in front of me says, "Do you still see your ex? And does your ex know about your new man? And does this cause friction?" So. Do I still see my ex? Yes, because we share children. And so when the children are going from my home to his home, going between their two homes, we do see each other unless that changeover day is a school day. In that instance, then we won't because one of us will drop the boys to school in the morning, then the other parent will pick them up in the afternoon. But if it uh, lands on a Saturday or a Sunday or a school holidays like we are now, then we do see one another and Obviously, the, the kids go from one parent to the other. Um, does my ex know about my partner? Yes, of course. I'm very big on clear communication. So I have always communicated the whole way through with their dad about what's going on in their life because whatever's going on in the boys' lives at, my, at their home here with me, it's it's pertinent that their dad knows that as well because then there's like a holistic view of what's going on and that he's not just getting little fragments of information. So yes, of course, um, he knows about Brendan before the boys even met Brendan. I had communicated with him, you know, I'm seeing someone and we are going to introduce the boys to him and this is how we're going to do it. Um, And yeah, Brendan comes with me to most of the times when we have, you know, I don't, I don't, I was going to say handover, which just sounds awful because it makes it sound like the children are objects. But on the day that we swap over, um, Brendan will often be there and he's often gone and done the pickup or the drop off without me. If I've been unable to get there, if I've been sick or whatnot, like when I had COVID, Brendan went and picked the kids up from their dad. He is amazing. Does it cause friction? No, I don't think that... um, me having a partner causes any friction. Their dad's been very happily coupled to the best of my knowledge for years now. So I don't think it causes any added friction at all. 
what else have we got here? Um, I'm literally just going through my DMs in real time. Okay. So someone had asked me a question on Instagram that was, this was the question. What is the biggest difference in Brendan compared to your last relationships? And my response was everything is different because I've never been this loved. There are so many differences, like too many to list, but I did do a podcast episode on manifesting in quotes, my dream guy, but the manifesting is really the work I had to do on myself to make changes, to have this different love and this different relationship. So I guess that's kind of two parts there. What is the biggest difference in this relationship to others? I mean, I've addressed this in that podcast on manifesting and also the one with Brendan. It just feels like nothing else I've ever experienced. But I think that that is more to do with the fact that I'm showing up in a completely different way and I'm willing to be loved in a different way. If you haven't listened to my episode on manifesting my dream guy, please go and do it. It is not a fluffy episode where I'm like, oh, put him on your vision board and he'll come into your life. Although I do speak about how I may or may not have had Travis Barker on my vision board, but it is much more about the actual work that I had to do at therapy and the conditioning that I had to change. Now, the actual question that came in under that was, do you think you can manifest your dream guy in the guy that you are already with, like a current partner? I love my ca- my current partner, but I always feel like I need more from him. I think this is a really great question. So the crux of it is, can you manifest your dream relationship when you're already in a relationship? And my answer would be 100% yes. But that's because my relationship with manifesting that word is not just about like, think it and it will come to you. It's like, you want to manifest it? You've got to do the actual work. You've got to cover the miles to make those changes. So yes, you can make those changes for the relationship that you are already in. I don't think that you need to exit the relationship you are in unless you are unhappy or it is unsafe and even unhappy. Like I think all relationships go through different seasons, but if fundamentally you are in a relationship that you want to be in, but you are wanting more for yourself, Yes, you can achieve that in your relationship, but I would encourage you to think about ways that you can give that to yourself. So what is the more that you're wanting from your relationship? Is it more spontaneity? Is it more connection? Is it more passion? Is it more growth? What is that more? And how can you satisfy that need for yourself within your relationship. Now, this is a concept that has really transformed the way I think and feel about relationships and also about being single as well. It's very easy to fall into this habit of thinking that we have to outsource what we want to someone else. But often what we are projecting onto someone else is what we're craving for ourselves, And it's something we can give ourselves. And if we take the onus off the other person and give it to ourselves, you can actually create this beautiful space 
between you and your significant other where more of that can flow in and more of that can exist. So yes, I think anyone, regardless of whether you're single or in a relationship, you can manifest and create a better partnership by doing the work for yourself. Um, And that will have this this super positive effect for your relationship as well, I'm sure. So if you feel like you are continually needing more from your partner, obviously you're going to, I mean, I would hope, I would encourage you to speak with your partner about that, about what it is that you need if you're having unmet needs. Um, But to also really think about how you can meet those needs for yourself as well. In my episode with Sabina Reed, who is a psychologist, we speak specifically about unmet needs. I encourage you to listen to that podcast episode as well, because Sabina is so um, refreshing in her response when I ask her about unmet needs in relationship. And she says, you know, every relationship has unmet needs. And you're basically, you know, when you enter a new relationship, you're taking on new problems and new needs that are going to go unmet as well. So have a listen to that episode. The next direct message I've just opened says, Hi, I was wondering if you would mind sharing your story about the hernia that you ended up having after suspected SIBO, bloating, etc. All the info I can find is usually to lose weight. If you are overweight, I am a fairly small person and I can't seem to get a medical practitioner to investigate this. Would love to hear your story again and how you treated it. So... In 2019, I had a breast lift and reduction, and after that, I experienced such severe bloating. It was like, like just beyond. I remember sharing photos at the time because to say that I was bloated was such an understatement. I looked properly pregnant, like bigger than when I was pregnant with the twins um, and just in such pain with bloating. So I went down the path of exploring what it could be. I had naturopaths say that it was perhaps SIBO and to put me on this special SIBO diet. I ended up finding out along sort of all of the investigation that I also had um, a hernia, a belly button hernia, and also polyps or cysts on my ovaries. It was just like a really windy, treacherous kind of path to try and figure out what was going on with my body and I was forever investigating things so it turns out I do have a small um, hernia on the inside of my belly button I've been offered surgery to have it fixed but I've decided not to have that done because I don't want to go through having the downtime because the hernia actually I don't feel it I don't see it and it was only when I was like really bloated did it then kind of become something I was aware of. Now with medical things, you absolutely just need to trust or find a GP that you can trust or a specialist that you can trust. I can't give any medical advice. All I can say is with my experience, I just had to stop looking for a reason. And once I stopped looking for a reason, my body kind of sorted itself out. I think I was pathologizing it more and In hindsight, in 2019, my whole life was falling apart. I was really struggling. So I was probably wanting to be able to point to something and be like, oh, this is what's going on for me. Whereas I think my bloating was probably um, directly from having the surgery and then also just from a massive amount of stress. And it was like, for me, the more I focused on it, the worse I got. 
So I kind of just made a decision to be at peace with it. And then my body just sorted itself out. But in your case, if you have, so what if you might show you something about the hernia? Um, so I can't tell from this message whether or not this woman has been diagnosed with having a hernia already or whether she just suspects that she does. But the way that you find out is by going through your medical practitioners. So if you're saying that you can't get someone to investigate this, try a different doctor um, and they should be able to get you in with a specialist um, at hospital who can tell you, you know, do the appropriate scans, do the appropriate ultrasounds and have a look and let you know what's going on. When it comes to healthcare, you do just have to be your own biggest advocate which is frustrating. You would think that in 2022, you could walk into a doctor's surgery and be taken seriously, but sometimes you do have to find another doctor, ask for a second opinion, raise your voice a little, you know, speak up, be the squeaky wheel so that you get the grease and attention that you actually desire. Um, Because yeah, in my case, it was a bit different. I think that it was like just this, it's just like the more I dug, the worse it got. You know, when a naturopath said it's SIBO and then put me on a SIBO diet, that was really triggering. And I found that really hard. And it was just like, I just had to stop and I was okay. But you you will know if you need to sort of um, persevere and get a diagnosis for that. And you have absolutely every single right to. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, what else have we got here? Oh, it's a nice one. It says, I've been following for a while, for many years, and seeing you this happy makes me happy. It's a nice message to receive. Um, thank you. I appreciate people that have been around for years and been on this journey with me and experienced many different iterations of the things I've shared and the way I guess I've changed. So I'm really, really grateful. All right, I'm going to jump into the Frey Facebook group now and um, have a little look at suggestions there for podcast episodes. Okay, so there was a suggestion to touch on how to keep hope or thoughts positive for a single gal who is struggling to keep hope that I will find my person one day soon. In the past eight weeks, my closest friends have celebrated an engagement, baby, new relationships and moving in with partners and I'm happy for them all, but I've had to put on my brave face and save tears for my pillow. Thank you for this suggestion. You know who you are and I want to give you a massive squeeze. I think it's incredible that you're able to articulate what's going on for you in noticing, oh, Like my friends are highlighting this lack, this lack of what I don't have in my life right now and what I desire and feeling that hope kind of waning because that light is being shone on the lack for you right now. That's a lot to happen in the past couple of weeks and it's a lot for you to have to smile and hold those conflicting feelings of being really happy for your friends, but also noticing that it's not there for yourself. That's tricky. 
it's really tricky and you sound like a really thoughtful and gracious friend to be able to kind of want to to allow them to have their moment of sharing these happy things with you and then you're holding um, that pain for yourself. So I wish I could just give you a big squeeze. I'm glad that you are getting some tears out and processing and letting that come up to the surface and out. That's important. So much healthier to have a cry and let it come out than it is to just stifle it down and over-function or under-function because you're not coping. So a couple of things amazing you're an amazing friend it's a lot to have happen for you how can you keep hope that you're going to find someone and have those experiences for yourself there are it's it's one of those things like I know for myself I kind of got to a point where I was like you know what I just have to accept that I may never meet someone and what would that version of my life look like rather than be seeking, rather than being like, oh, I really, really need to meet someone so I can have those experiences. I had to kind of switch my focus to like, okay, if I don't meet someone, what would that version of my life look like? How would I feel? How would I show up? And start kind of living more in that way, rather than living in a way of noticing the absence of this person that's not there. In terms of being able to keep hope I think it's really nice if you can surround yourself with stories of people who have fallen in love, couples who have met, particularly if there are people who have a similar path, a similar trajectory to the one that you are on, that can be really comforting. And that's for anything in life. I mean, if you want to start a business, you then surround yourself by people who have been in your situation and started a business. If you want to stay hopeful that you're going to meet someone and perhaps you've been like me, you've been through a divorce or you've got kids, really absorb other people's journeys that have been through that as well, because then that's going to confirm for you that it is possible. Our brains have this annoying (laughs) tendency to want to prove our beliefs to be true. So if you have a belief deep down that you're not going to meet someone, your brain's going to be looking for proof to confirm that. It's the confirmation bias. It's also known as the Beta-Meinhof frequency illusion. You know, if you decide that you really want to buy a red car and then you're going to start seeing red cars everywhere you look, the amount of red cars in your line of sight have not increased, but your awareness of the frequency of the red cars has increased and has sharpened. So what I'm getting at here is let's start to bring your attention to people that have had that experience that you want to have, who you feel mirror your journey. So whether that's through reading books, you know, I was reading um, Trent Dalton's book, Love Stories, before meeting Brendan. And I'm not going to say, oh, I read this book and then in walked my dream man. But It was just really refreshing to read different parts of people's lives and the ways, you know, the different ways that they had met and the different ways that they had loved and what love meant to them. And sometimes it was a fleeting romance and other times it's this lifelong thing. And so just surrounding yourself, soaking into stories um, that, you know, that will help to improve your belief that it is possible. Uh, Maybe it's watching romantic movies. It's bringing romance into your life as well, but also taking ownership 
for what it is that you want. If you're waiting for this person before you go on a holiday, maybe you need to book a holiday. If you're waiting for this person before you think that you are worthy, then my gosh, you need to do the groundwork to increase your self-esteem and your worthiness and your you know, sense of self-value and self-love and identity before you can meet someone. So this could be your time. This is your time to work on yourself before calling someone else in. And I know <laughs> it can be hard to see it as this opportunity in time and space, but I can remember thinking to myself, you know, sometimes on lonely nights, you know, say if the kids are at their dad's at the weekend and I'm at home by myself on a Saturday night and I'm, you know, making myself a pathetic little dinner and I'm going to watch Sex in the City by myself or something. I remember like trying to twist it around in my mind and think like, well, when I'm in a relationship, there's going to be moments when I crave that like time and freedom and silence. So just enjoy it. Don't wish it away. Don't be panicked that it's going to be a forever state for you because it's not. It's not going to be a forever state if you don't want it to be. Try and enjoy and embrace what is in front of you and the opportunities that you do have to work on yourself right now. Okay, preference, switching gears a little bit, preference for one parent, like to the point where my son sometimes spits and yells a Spits and yells go away when my partner enters the room and hasn't even said anything. So this is for a three-year-old. Parental preference for one parent, really common, really age-appropriate, developmentally appropriate as well. Um, Toddlers go through stages where it's like their brain can really only conceptualize one strong relationship. You may want to look at Toddler Life from the Kind Parenting Company. It is our program where we also have 10 hours of audio files as well on toddler topics. Um, And yeah, we'll talk you through why that happens there and what you can actually do to support your little one. Just know that you're not doing anything wrong and that your three-year-old doesn't all of a sudden just hate your husband. They're just developmentally in a stage right now where they can really only foster and nurture one primary relationship and things will change again. It's not a forever state. Sometimes in parenting, we want to fix things and it's like less about the fixing and more about the accepting and moving through it, but definitely have a look at toddler life as well. Um, What else? There are some longer ones there that I'm going to hopefully turn into full podcast episodes, including topics on how to have conversations about sex and porn with children. And I replied to that comment in the free Facebook group saying, yes, I will absolutely speak on that topic because just last night, my little boy, one of them said to me, mom, do you and Brendan do sex? And so we've had the sex conversation and he'll bring up the word sex as comfortably as he's bringing up the word trampoline. And so I will speak to that topic, but I want to kind of organize my thoughts and get everything in one episode for you there. So it's a nice, helpful resource. So I'll come back to it. Um, There are suggestions for episodes on the importance of fun. I have done several podcasts on the topic of fun. I think it's one of those things that for women, it falls off the priority list as we get older because we have to hold so many other things in life. We become the gatekeeper to so many things. We have so many tabs opened and fun just does not seem important, but it is. We have to get fun back on the priority list 
And sometimes we don't even know what fun is anymore. So the first place to start is by identifying what is fun for you. Do you know And do you know the difference between enjoyment and fun? So there are things you can enjoy like going to get a haircut or having a bath, painting your nails, but fun is proper like time doesn't matter anymore. You lose yourself in the activity. Your face is actually in a smile. You're experiencing laughter. You're experiencing joy, a sense of freedom. That's fun. So just knowing the difference, because it's easy, I think, as mums to be like, oh, well, fun is going to the grocery shops by myself. No, no, no. Fun means you need to be cracking a smile, laughing, and really in the experience. So a couple of things to think about. Um, Adult fun, which includes self-pleasure. It might include toys, uh, having having safe sex. Um, That's fun for sure. Things like jumping on the trampoline, going on adventures, ropes courses, um, rollerblading, roller skating. Often fun comes from that sense of novelty. You're not doing it to actually get an outcome. You're just doing it because you enjoy it. What are those things for you? And if you can't think of any, then this is your invitation. Your invitation today, rather than scrolling Instagram for five minutes later, Start making a list and maybe you can make a family fun list, a couple fun list, an individual fun list and work out where you can fit that in. Um, I had a couple of suggestions for more episodes with Mallory. Mal and I really want to get some more episodes together. The hardest thing right now is scheduling because she works full time. She has three kids. I've got two kids. We both um, share our kids. We both co-parent. So there's lots of moving parts. And we also live um, like an hour and a half each way apart from one another. So it's a three-hour commitment for her to get here at minimum, just in travel time. And that's with no traffic. So it's just been one of those things that we need to manage. I've also had suggestions for another episode with Brendan, which, yes, we will definitely record another one together for sure. Question on how to help explain heaven and people passing away. My little boy started prep this year and has so many questions. Okay, I would encourage you to jump over to the Kind Parenting Company podcast because Jackie has addressed this exact topic over there um, and many other tricky questions as well. I personally have explained to my boys and from a young age because we lost my grandpa when they were three or so. And so I try and explain it quite scientifically in terms of we all have a heart and when when the heart stops working, the body can no longer work. Um, But Jackie does a fantastic job of explaining it in her episodes. So jump over to the Kind Parenting Company podcast um, and let me know if that is helpful for you. All right, I'm going to jump off. I'm going to finish now, mainly because my throat's really, really sore, but I appreciate you being here for this episode. Keep your DMs coming. Keep your questions coming. I love seeing people be involved over in the Frey Facebook group. It means a lot to me. Um, I'm really thankful, thankful for this community, and I hope that you do enjoy. The rest of your day would mean the world to me if you enjoyed this podcast to take a moment to rate the podcast if you enjoyed it if you didn't don't worry about it um and i'll talk with you really really soon 
Extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.